This is Mouth Media Network, the business of being heard. Hi, this is uh, Gennady Sirota. Uh, I'm a CEO of Stella Life. And what I love about retail is uh, an opportunity to meet the demand of uh, customers, uh, bring something that's very unique and innovative, and that uh, serves a purpose um, that ultimately provides a greater good. And that's what Stella Life is about and the type of innovative products that we bring to the market. And the retail is a very critical uh, component of that. From New York City, you're listening to Retail is Your Business, covering the intersection of innovation and business in the retail industry. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I'm Mark Rako, and I'm staring directly into the peepers of uh, Ms. Rebecca Fitz. Hi, Rebecca. It's so nice to see you. Thank you so much, Mark. Happy to be here. Yes. Um, technology is great. It sounds like we're right in the studio, but uh, but uh, we are actually still in our homes, the world we live in. Um, anyway, uh, great to see you. How is everything going for you? How How's the Gold Star shopping going? <laughs> it, it continues, um, both in the physical format and online. You know, Instagram is a, um, you know, it's a double-bladed sword, Mark. It really is. <laughs> That's right. You wield you wield your purchase, and then it cuts your pocketbook. That's what, exactly. that's what it is. Uh, all, of course, also with us is uh, Gennady Sirota. Gennady, welcome, sir. It's so very nice to have you on the show. Thank you for taking time to join us. It is such a pleasure to be with you. I'm looking forward to uh, spending some time here. Great. And where are you? Uh, where are you joining us from? Oh, in uh, nice sunny Florida. Ah. So. Um, uh, the weather is cooperating, and it's nice and warm and sunny, so I can't complain in uh, November. Oh, perfect! Thank you. Uh, so, Gennady, let me uh, let me. Uh, I'd like to start here. It's sort of a weird place to start. We're definitely going to unpack the business more in just a moment. But I was I was talking with someone else in the oral care business, and he was saying, I I, I was thinking like, no one's leaving their home. Who's using mouthwash? Who's brushing their teeth all the time? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? And he said, oh, no, people need to take care of their teeth because they're afraid of going to the dentist. And it had made me think about whether it was oral care or any other business. The rules have changed and we need to think about what's motivating our consumers possibly in different ways than we ever had before and then shift our priorities and our marketing and our inventory and our systems and our innovation to follow that. So my question is. Um, how, how is Stella Life and, and you thinking about that right now as you sort of recalibrate your entire perspective on what your operation's been up until this point and how it may need to be different? Yeah, I think uh, it's a very important point that you bring out. And uh, before uh, I talk about Stella Life, let's talk about the importance of oral care. Um, there, there's something called oral systemic link. Um, and a lot of folks do not really um, have the details or do not know uh, what happens um, with your oral cavity, your mouth, and how critical it is to, for your entire body. And, and what Oral Systemic Link does is that if you take care of your oral health, 
uh, your probability of having your overall health is significantly higher. And um, I'm sure you've heard, uh, many folks heard about periodontal disease and uh, words like gingivitis. And all it really means is that, uh, that those are gum problems, um, gum, gum disease. And the easiest way to, to tell um, yourself that if you floss or you brush your teeth and you see pink in the sink, it means that your gums are bleeding. And that's not good. And that's not healthy. It's almost like if you're um, if you're touching your skin and it starts uh, you know bleeding, then it's not good. And the the reality of this is that um, uh, why periodontal health is super critical. It's multifold. Um, you know, for for years, um, dental professionals have been working to educate uh, patients and consumers how critical oral health is, and that's basically. Uh, ensuring that uh, you take care of your mouth, um, whether you floss, you brush, you see your dentist at least uh, twice um, uh, per year, and making sure that um, your oral cavity is completely taken care of. What has happened uh, with COVID is that the importance of oral health has actually exponentially elevated. And the reason being, and as many um, both dental professionals and uh, medical professionals explain, is that um, if the overall body is not as strong and then you have bleeding gums, it's almost like um, you're impacting uh, your overall health with something that's already bleeding and hurting you in your mouth. And that could be negatively impacting your overall health and then causing uh, many different issues. And there has been a number of studies linking now uh, oral health to um, respiratory problems, uh, heart uh, disease, and, and even some other types of uh, disease. Um, e even um, there's some controversial um, uh, studies that even show potentially cancer. So that's how critical the uh, oral uh, health is. And uh, awareness of oral systemic link is super critical, knowing that if you take care of your mouth, you have a much better chance in having a better overall health. And that's very, very critical. I am not a doctor by profession, but I've been very fortunate to be part of a nonprofit organization called American Academy for Oral Systemic Health, in short for its AOSH. And there, it's a nonprofit and their sole purpose uh, our sole purpose is to help educate both um, clinicians, uh, all types of uh, dental, medical, um, nurses, um, uh, all types of professions about this oral systemic health, and then also consumers. So that's how critical it is. And where um, Still Alive comes in is um, uh, the reason that I decided to make a, a, a significant switch from a high-tech industry to, um, to help build Stella Life is because I, I realized and understood that uh, when Stella Life is bringing products like oral rinse and oral gel and recovery kit, it helps um, uh, improve your oral health. And then part of the, uh, our mission and the vision is to, our, our vision is to save lives through intelligent healing. And our mission is to accelerate healing, relieve pain, and reduce the need for opioids.
So um, because these are natural products, they help patients uh, heal faster post any surgery or if folks have um, uh, dry mouth. And this is part of, again, the education and part of helping the oral health to, to consistently improve to then uh, have folks uh, improve their overall health. I can keep going and keep going, so I'll just stop here. I, I'm sure <laughs> you have questions, but uh, what you're doing is super important, super critical, getting the message out there to consumers and patients uh, is very important and letting them know that they have options and they do need to see their dental professional. It is extremely critical and not to just uh, sit home and wait until um, problems, uh, you know, get, get uh, larger. So how, how do you, um, how do you communicate that such an important ethos and, and a public health um, risk and, and, a, and a public health uh, need with, how do you motivate people to take action without just seeming like you're, uh, you know, you're nagging? <laughs> how do you, how do you communicate in a way that's positive and presents your brand as a friend, as a peer, as a helper, instead of, um, uh, I don't want to think about that. I don't like that. Uh, and, and you're a necessity versus a friend. I think that's a really great point. And, uh, I think it comes down to the, the passionate team that we've built and, and how we approach that we're here really to help. Um, and part of it is education. And granted, uh, not many people will, when they hear dental um, or den dentist or dental product, that they're going to get very, very excited about it. Um, in, in many ways, um, sometimes you attribute it to you wait till the last minute and then when you're in pain and then you, then you go see your, your professional. Um, the way we approach it is um, uh, we, part of our mission is to reduce the opioids epidemic. And so the way we're looking at it is uh, we're out there partnering with amazing um, dentists who are uh, tr amazing professionals who truly, truly, truly care about their patients, who are also educating their patients. And we're partnering with them to get the message out there and say that there's, um, there's a need to, of course, take care of your oral health. There's also alternatives to opioids that if you get your wisdom teeth extracted, you may not need a significant number of uh, narco pills or, or other uh, narcotic pain medication, that you could actually use alternative pain medications that is natural. Um, you could use uh, natural mouthwashes out there from Cellulife and others that uh, will improve your overall uh, maintain and in many cases promote your oral health. And that, that's how we approach it. Uh, we have a very passionate team. The way they look at this and the way we all look at it is um, um, why our vision is to save lives through intelligent healing is that we believe that the, the less opioids will be prescribed, the more people will do preventative maintenance. The, um, not only uh, more lives will be saved in the way that they can live longer, but in many cases, hopefully, uh, some folks may not even uh, try need to try even narcotic pain medication because they could use a Stella Life or other products that could actually give them that alternative.
And so I was curious about this, the way that I would get um, a Stella Life product um, as a consumer is through my dentist or can I go and buy it off a shelf as well? I think that's a good uh, question. And um, uh, when we originally started our journey, um, you know, our focus was uh, only uh, have it available through uh, dental professionals. But what what transpired is that um, uh, we were basically um, inundated with phone calls, emails from consumers and saying, you know, um, my sister or my my mother used your product or my brother and they're in a different state and uh, or uh, they're a couple of hundred miles away and I can't um, get to the dentist that actually offers your, your products. And so is there a way for us to get it to where we are? And, um, and we said, well, our, our mission is to improve lives. So we need to offer the products to everyone. So we offer it both through dental professionals, but we also have it available to consumers. We don't offer the surgical kit to consumers because that is only offered through dental professionals because of a number of different reasons, because they do the procedures, they do the surgeries, they explain how the product needs to be used uh, pre and post surgically. We're more for as a mouthwash uh, for uh, daily maintenance or uh, gel for canker sores or, or any sores or any kind of discomfort in the mouth and gums could use the gel, those are uh, more generally available through retail. Great. And, and is there a direct to consumer site too? I mean, it's fascinating, I think, right now, um, one, how important health and wellness is. And also, uh, this is a personal thing. I do really like it when I have a doctor or a dentist or whoever who, um, I this is the way I say it, uses Eastern and Western medicine. Um, I think this is still probably Western medicine, but um, have some alternatives to um, to everything from the most expensive prescription to, um, d- you know, different ways to, to treat your body. And it seems like, you know, that is the, the way of the world right now is, is more more health and wellness. So if I were in a state where I didn't have a dentist and you, you may have touched a lot of um I could either go to a website or I could go to my my local drugstore and see if I could find it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and and I think um, there were a couple of really important points you made. One is uh, West uh, meeting East, and yes. just uh, <laughs> um, the medicine there. So uh, it's actually quite interesting. Is uh, we we took the Western ability and technology, and we've taken. Uh, something that's natural. We took, um, you know, our products have 16 active um, ingredients that are based on plants and minerals. Um, so our product is not a allopathic drug. It's actually a natural uh, medicine. Um, and, um, but what we've done quite different is besides that this was research and development for now 17 years, um, the journey that was started way back, um, the products have been actually uh, tested, utilizing again all the Western techniques, and now a number of university studies are coming out and showing some uh, pretty fantastic results. A um, number of them will be coming out this year, some next year. I can't get into details, but uh, what I can say I, uh, is um, they're coming back with 
something that a number of them told us they've never seen before, which is what's called self-proliferation. Uh, when using our products, because um, we've been seeing healing post, let's say, dental procedures and surgeries, uh, the gums and the surgical site would look like it healed for a month or more, and it's only been five days or a week. And it just was surprising a lot of folks, and we've seen it, and it hasn't been surprising to us. It's part of everything that we've put in the research and development, and if we've proved it. But now when you have a double and triple blinded study coming out and showing how all of a sudden other products are either inhibiting cell proliferation growth or they're not accelerating. And, um, you know, these researchers from universities are coming back and saying, never seen anything like this. The, the cells are happy. They're, they're growing and they're, they're basically, um, rebuilding so fast that uh, we've not seen things like this. And they look at toxicity and they look at all types of different things. And, um, and so, so that's West meeting uh, East is utilizing the natural, but really going through the details, picking the synergistic values of the botanical plants and minerals, using it in the exact way that it needs to be done completely manufacturing in United States, controlling and how it's put together, put together, and then taken through the studies to, to also prove and show that it's not just a placebo, that this is something that's very, very unique. The second part of your question was um, the retail, and you touched on very important points. So, um, you know, our goal is to work through dental professionals and have them truly show to to the patients what it can do because once you're uncomfortable and you have a certain procedure i mean uh if you really think about it uh, all, most studies show why a lot of people don't want to go to a dentist was because they're afraid of oral pain and reality is oral pain um number of studies showed is actually the in our bodies, most significant pain um, uh, that you can actually have. And so our goal is to partner with clinicians to help them um, improve, reduce the discomfort, improve the recovery much faster, reduce the number of pain medication required and have people up and running faster. And therefore that's our primary goal is to offer it through uh, dental professionals. But we've also have number of pharmacies, local pharmacies that reached out to us and back to retail, the importance of retail, um, because we're, even though we're um, not a very large company, we're a very responsible company. We're about, very passionate about our community. So what we have done is we've not, now been also partnering, uh, especially we accelerate post-COVID, where a number of um, uh, pharmacy owners uh, reached out to us and we're working with them to offer them this unique product that allows them to now offer it to the community in their area. And uh, even many dental professionals, if they don't have it in their practice, now they're sending their patients to their local pharmacies. And that's helping the small businesses to get up on their feet. And I can't even tell you how many conversations we had with uh, pharmacists and pharmacy small owners, how, you know, in many cases, if they, um, you know, they're re rebuilding because of COVID, um, some are having it harder than others. And in some cases, they, you know, they would say that we, you know, right now we're not in the position to offer your product. And, we're, you know, we're saying, you know what, we'll just do it on even consignment. 
because we want you up and running and we want you to be successful. And um, I can tell you guys that we had some really kind of uh, saying, a few broke down, started crying, and a few kind of said, well, companies haven't done this for us. And the reason we're doing it is because it's not about stellar life or it's not about the individuals. It's truly, if we're going to go and tackle the, the crisis of opioids and if we're going to try to rebuild the communities uh, post-COVID because number of um, uh, dental professionals and pharmacies were told that they need to shut down, um, the rent is still due, the overhead is still due. So it puts a lot of tr tremendous pressure on everyone. So that's how we believe that we could play a very important role in uh, helping uh, rebuild uh, and, and help patients, dental professionals, pharmacies, and it actually works uh, quite well. Now, given the fact that, you know, what you just said, uh, how, how has that forced you in a way to expand your thinking about where your product can be offered. For example, one can certainly see this as a part of the health and wellness industry overall, um, and, and not just about dental, but about, look, I mean, sometimes oral discomfort or pain doesn't come from dental work, although I know that's a big part of it here. It also comes from just other health issues that can be addressed in other ways, and this can help bridge the 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 pain or discomfort or healing, you know, as you improve other aspects of your health. My, I assume that what I'm saying is accurate. So assuming so, how are you thinking about, well, right now, uh, many of our dental professionals are, you know, they have their own challenges right now. That means we can't move as much product where we're being paid for it right now. So that affects the cash flow of the business. How can we be more creative in, in, you know, where we might offer it in more creative ways of thinking about it from a marketing strategy, um, different kinds of retailers that we can find a story to tell uh, that we, we hadn't really prioritized before. Can, can you talk to that at all? Yeah. So I think Mark, uh, your point is extremely valuable. Um, so part of uh, American Academy for All Systemic Health, um, we have uh, dental professionals. We also have MDs, DOs, uh, registered nurses, um, so, and so many different uh, what we call healthcare professionals. And what's really, really critical is many times, uh, you know, you hear people say, it's kind of like uh, your mouth is your window to your overall health. And if you see certain warning signs in your mouth, it could be that you need to go and see a, a, an MD or DO um, to make sure that uh, you did some analysis and testing. Because if you're seeing certain things beyond even um, uh, perio uh, health, then this is kind of early warn warning signs that need to be looked at. And to your point, what you're saying is exactly right. So what we're seeing is, we're looking and now partnering in addition to dental practices and pharmacies, we're now um, really creating partnerships with um, some uh, number of healthcare professionals, MDs, DOs. Um, there's also applications on the oncology front where we're working with some uh, nurses. So the applications are very wide and the importance of it is, is critical. 
And I think what's really important is, and that's, I think, is the hard, the biggest challenge is how do you educate the larger consumer population to be aware of this so that they understand they, they are going to have their teeth cleaned twice a year, not because it's covered by insurance or because your dentist tells you, but because you will go and now anyone who's actually uh, any dental professionals or MDDO that's part of AOSH, there's a whole curriculum that says you could do some specific testing. Um, and there are companies like Oral DNA and others, you could do saliva testing that actually start going to start telling you what's going on in your mouth, what kind of pathogens do you have, what kind of results are you getting. And if it skews in a certain direction, then that gives you a basically an early warning sign that says you need to be aware of A, B, and C, and you need to go take a closer look at this and go to write a healthcare professional so that you don't wait until there is a problem. You can actually have something that says, hey, uh, this doesn't look really good. Um, can we catch it early enough? And can it be preventative? This is really the the mission of uh, AOSH and where we're going with that. And the more we can bring healthcare professionals, dental, medical, nurses, many others, the, the better it will be for the, for the community because one of the biggest challenges you actually hear sometimes consumers say, you know, if they have a certain issue, then they go to this professional, they'll tell them this, but then they go to another professional, they'll tell them something else. And uh, having the ability and continuity uh, for prevention becomes very critical. All right. Uh, this is a great time to take a break. As soon as we come back, uh, we're going to get a little bit more into the, the innovation technology that Stellar Life deploys. And, of course, uh, Gennady's own professional retail journey right after this. Every business has at least one big pivotal moment. The moment when you say, okay, we're at this turning point, so then what? I'm Lahari Neil Peretti, founder of LN Accounting Advisor. I hope you'll join me each week on my podcast, Then What? As we talk with successful business leaders who push past their business's biggest then what moments and succeed in an even bigger way because of effective leadership and solid business practices. It's inspiring and deeply useful information for any entrepreneur. Subscribe to Then What on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find the best podcasts. You know, I, I'm sort of interested looking back. Uh, I know you've had uh, a colorful career so far. I'm interested in what you, you see as the the things that you've learned along the way that have most armed you for this moment in time, given the pandemic, the challenges that, that brings, and, and also, frankly, just the place where Stella Life is at. And as you look ahead to the future, what 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 can you talk about in terms of um, particular experiences or professional accomplishments along the way that have been putting ammunition in your arsenal that you're now ready to take out and use? Um, as a small company, you have to innovate. And you have to bring something that's very unique. And then 
part of it is it's not just unique, but it brings specific value to your target uh, audience or your consumers uh, or your business to business, whichever your focus is. And then in addition to bringing the value, the third part that I think is super critical is, is the ability to stand behind your products. And uh, customer service is one of the key aspects uh, of uh, any company and any growth, and especially in retail. So, um, you know, from a style of life perspective, one of the things we, you know, we have kind of this internal um, uh, objectives that we say there, there are two, two goals that we follow. And I'm sure you've heard this. Uh, they talk about it in business schools. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, your, your rule number one is customers always right. And your rule number two, even when customer is totally wrong, go back and reread uh, rule number one. And that is something that we live by. And um, we always uh, put our customer first. And for us, um, part of building the brand, everyone who uses Stella Life knows that we're 100% passionate about what we do. We're sending 100% by our products. And that's very important. And the fact, uh, one of the things that I've learned moving from, uh, you know, uh, I, I started my career as an engineer, so research and development. So um, one of the things you, you, as an engineer in mind, you are taught is in throughout my career, you build technology so that it has what's called 5.9 availability. I don't know if you heard the term, but it means 99.999% it won't fail. It will work. Um, doing that in the biotech world is extremely hard. Some people think it's impossible. Uh, developing a product that works for everyone all the time is, uh, you know, some people think it's impossible. Others know it's extremely hard. So that's a learning lesson specifically for me and where the customer service becomes very critical. So whatever guarantees and promises that we make uh, and we cannot guarantee that it, our product can help everyone all the time because everyone's um, physiology is different. But what we do say is that if it did not produce the results that you are expecting and, and if it's not a hundred percent satisfaction, please keep the products and we'll refund your money. And you don't, you know, if you tell us what it is, we'd love to know so we can improve, but you don't have to. And that's uh, uh, the other part of the approach that I found is extremely valuable. And um, even when we offer our products and, you know, uh, some of our products are even offered on Amazon and Amazon may say, well, it's 30 days and they won't refund. Uh, if somebody wanted uh, a refund, those, those consumers would reach out to us and say, well, it it just didn't work or uh, I forgot, I didn't use it correctly. What can we do? And uh, we basically say, no, no worries. Uh, we'll take care of you. We'll either send you a replacement product or if you want, we'll refund you. And for that, um, we've been receiving a lot of um, responses from the sure. customers that not only love the products, but they actually love the support that they're getting. So it sounds like you have a very compassionate, uh, very personal, human part of the company that really uh, cares about the people that you work with. 
What, what kind of uh, systems or technology have you put in place uh, in recent times that can help you elevate that just in, in terms of what's available now in terms of innovation that can help you go that extra mile or run that in a more systemized and efficient way? Yeah. Um, so um, we first we look for, we know that the big difference will make no matter how great the product is and no matter how innovative it is, it's truly what matters is the the people in the team that actually is, is bringing that product and supporting that product. So we, we invest a lot of our effort in looking for compassionate, intelligent, and uh, passionate team members who are interested in joining our journey uh, because our journey is not about stellar life. It's not about each one of us. It's about a bigger thing where the company can improve people's lives. And that's why, you know, whether it's Christmas or other times we get these letters from people who use our products and, you know, some of them are uh, like oral cancer survivors and they send us Christmas cards and they tell us, uh, God bless those who, who created these products because it helps us get through the day. When you read cards like that, or you get emails saying, we've tried everything and only your product is helping us get through the day, then you look at the whole thing completely different. It's, it's not numbers, even though <laughs> you're supposed to look at the numbers, because if you don't survive as a business, you can't help others. It's not about just bringing people who are super intelligent and experienced but it's about bringing compassion to people who truly care and want to make that difference. And then, you know, with COVID, um, I think what happened is we've accelerated our technology investments, but we, because of my background in technology, the way we've built a company, um, it's kind of, we, we look back and we'll look at it and say, we didn't have to significantly pivot because a lot of our business is the way it was designed is that um, we have team members across across the country and uh, the only thing that COVID makes it difficult is for us to bring them all together or makes it more difficult to go to major events uh, where our customers and clinicians, MDs and D DOs and DDSs and DMDs that want to see us. But in general, we have Zoom, of course, like everyone else. We've deployed different technologies from a retail perspective. You know, our website is run through uh, Shopify uh, enterprise, uh, we, our fulfillment is done through a specific fulfillment center. There's a lot of technology, uh, that implementation is done in a way that, and then your CRM. So you, you build a, a really scalable business that allows you to automate as many things as possible and have your passionate team members really focus on your customers more than than a lot of the uh, daily activities, even though operations is critical and you, you need a lot of expertise there. But if you can automate many things, you're in a much better position uh, to um, succeed and survive long term. Perfect. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it'll be personal questions and we'll get to know Gennady even more right after this. You're rolling. You're rolling, Mark. Oh, yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Mark Rako. And I'm Puffin Ball. And we are two of the hosts of Fashion Is Your Business, which is a weekly show. And in part, it's about fashion tech, but it's also about the intersection of business 
and technology, innovation, e-commerce, business strategy, you name it, we probably talk about it. We've had many people on the show over the last six years. We've been, we've not missed a week. Every week we've had at least one show. That's more than 350 episodes uh, with some of the foremost fashion technology. Wait, have, have we, we uh, I, I don't actually know this stat. Are, have we ever missed a week? I don't think we've ever missed a week in one That's way or another crazy. presenting some value. But uh, but enough about us. Let's talk about you. Wow. Um, no, look, if I'm going to throw my promo out there, I'll say that as a retail strategist, uh, we go very deep into um, really curating the conversation. So whether they be investors or futurists, strategists, um, a lot of technology founders, I mean, uh, brand leaders, the, the conversations and the wealth and the, the spectrum of people that have been on the show are, are incredible. And to think back on the last six years, which I, I actually did not know it was six years. I was going to say five, but still um, unbelievable uh, the the breadth of information that's in here. And yeah, uh, I've learned a ton. So I'm assuming other folks would have learned a ton as well. Look, to us, it's been like a masterclass covering everything from textiles to retail and everything in between. It covers business news from startups to conglomerates and the show is a fun and accessible morning radio vibe uh we have fun and you will too but the main thing is whether or not you are in the fashion industry or fashion technology there's something here for everybody you'll hear us every tuesday without fail on fashion is your business and guess what you can find it pretty much anywhere you find your best podcasts everywhere from spotify to apple to stitcher to google all of the things. All of the things. All Fashion of the things. is your business. All right, uh, Gennady, this is maybe, I hate to admit it, but one of my favorite parts of the show where we get to know people as people. And uh, uh, it feels like we're just flying along. Believe it or not, we're, we're already uh, 30, 40 minutes into our discussion. And uh, it's time we got to know you a little bit more with some personal questions. Uh, I, I think maybe maybe I'll invite uh, Ms. Rebecca Fitz to lead it off today and see what she's got on her mind. So, Gennady, this is um, everything kind of is coming together for this, I feel like. Um, we're in a pandemic. You are in health and Wait, wellness. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. So, and uh, not to state the obvious. Um, and what I'm hearing from a lot of people is um, that something good, a silver lining um, with all the changes that people had to go through. Um, what was the best change that, that you made so far, by the way, because I think we've, we're, we're going to have to pound the pavement on the, the pandemic for, for quite a few months longer. But um, something positive, a personal change that um, came out of it for, for you. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, I was actually thinking through this and uh, talking to uh, my wife, Irene, and and um, there, there are many actually things that came out positive from a family perspective. I think one and uh, most important and fundamental is um, because I couldn't travel and be in um, um, with our cu customers, mm -hmm. uh, I spent more time at home and spending more time at home, um, you know, I have... Um, college uh, students who are also uh, remotely studying. So it kind of brought us together. So yeah. the family time has really been phenomenal and allowed us to spend that quality time. So um, I'm pretty sure that uh, if we didn't have COVID, I would not be at home that long. 
And I know that I wouldn't be spending that much time with the family. So that's a extremely positive. No, I hear you. You know, it's interesting because my wife and I, we got married about a year and a half ago and we've been, I mean, we've been, been together quite a few years. You, our lives were getting so crazy and frenetic that we were two ships passing in the night. And yes. um, obviously the pandemic is a horrific, horrific thing in so many ways, but a byproduct for us is similar. We've, we've had the opportunity to spend a, you know, obviously an enormous amount of time together. Um, and, you know, like anybody, there's little moments where it's less perfect than others, but most of the time it's really pretty awesome. And I think we've gotten to, to, to sort of reconnect a little bit, you know, and, and I appreciate what you're saying because it, it's made me appreciate that. And if we were to go back to our regular lives, I, I kind of think that's something I would miss a little bit, you know? Yeah, I totally agreed. And I think, uh, Probably the lesson learned for me is to say, can be on the road all the time, and you do have to stop, yeah. and you do have to have the quality time. Yeah. And I, I think I think that's a very uh, critical aspect. I think the second part is um, re reevaluating your priorities in life. Mm. So um, true because that gives you a little bit more kind of like a downtime, and you know, um, cl clearly, uh, COVID is a very stressful time. Um, now and when it hit and for all of us, it was like awe moment and you're kind of like yeah. trying to figure out what it is. And in those type of moments, um, when you go through awe, you kind of start thinking, okay, so what are the biggest priorities? And all of a sudden what mattered yesterday is no longer even on top 10 list. Yeah. And it gives you the uh, opportunity to go back and look at your life and say, are these the priorities that you want to have? Yeah. And I think that's that's a, a second aspect. Um, so family time and prioritizing uh, your activities and just generally how you spend time and what you think is important. So uh, I totally agree. So let me uh, switch it up with my question a little bit. So I, I think you alluded that you have a child or children. Yes, I have three kids. Okay. How, what are their ages? <laughs> no longer kids. Well, 26, uh, 21, and 18. Okay. So my question is then, what your children now either are doing or, or, or seem the trajectory that they're on, how does that connect with what you thought they might have been doing when they were, say, five, six, seven years, years old versus where they are now? Uh, I'm very proud of them. Yeah. Uh, the oldest is um, focused on school and getting his MBA. Uh -huh. uh, my middle one, she's uh, finishing up... Um, Northwestern, um, and um, has goals to continue post-graduate uh, education. Um, and my youngest uh, got into uh, college, even though he was disappointed that um, that he couldn't be on campus because that was not allowed. But um, you know, and he's learning how to do his first year of college on Zoom. But um, the fact that um, uh, we're having the opportunity to spend time together is uh, is a positive thing. So just in general, um, I, I think uh, we all kind of uh, have to adapt. And I think maybe the third thing that I always look at is having the ability to be flexible is critical mm -hmm. because there are certain cards you're given and you need to kind of uh, work through that and, um, and make the best out of what you have and stay really focused on, um, on continuously innovating, creating, 
and doing something that is meaningful, not only for yourself, for your family, for your company, but also for greater good. And I think that helps you kind of stay motivated, helps you get up every morning knowing that what you do matters uh, for a lot of people around you, that, um, and that makes your day go much better. I can't think of a more wonderful thought to close with than that. What a great parting thought, and uh, I appreciate it so much. Uh, how can people connect not just with Stella Life, although obviously that that would be useful to mention, but also uh, you, you know with you personally, whether it be LinkedIn or directly, however you'd like to invite people to connect or follow? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm also on Facebook. If uh, folks want to reach out to me directly, um, uh, you know, I can provide my email. It's uh, gsorota at stellalife.com. So if, uh, if folks are interested in uh, just connecting and chatting on different topics, if I could be of assistance to anyone, I always feel that a um, uh, number of people who help me um, make things um better and for me to learn uh, so i owe um i feel like i owe many others so if anybody ever want to reach out that's, and chat about any topics if i could be of assistance uh, i'm there to help that's just amazing uh and and i know everybody appreciate by the way your uh, his first name is uh, spelled g-e-n-n-a-d-y Last name is S I R O T A. Just in case you're looking him up on LinkedIn. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Gennady Sirota, the CEO of the great and powerful Stella Life, uh, doing some wonderful things, not just as a company, but also with its its uh, dental professionals. Um, I, I'm, sh you know, I think it's really admirable the way that you're facing that. And congratulations on all the success that you've personally had, and obviously the company is having. Uh, what a what a, a great story! So uh, we'll look forward to continuing to follow your journey and and the journey of Stella Life as it goes forward. And uh, Mark, I want to really thank you for what you do because you you bring a lot of um, uh, really important topics to to folks. And uh, I've been um, listening to a number of your podcasts. Thank you. And been learning from your readers, and your questions are very insightful. Thank you for. Uh, this invitation. I'm very honored to be here with you. Well, we'll close on that lovely note. Thank you, sir. All right, that's it for this episode of Retail is Your Business. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And of course, uh, thank you, Rebecca. Thank you so much, Mark. Uh, and we'll see you uh, next week for another wonderful conversation with another wonderful guest. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. This has been Retail is Your Business. Produced by Mouth Media Network. Copyright 2020. Your brand message can be on this show. Email us to find out more at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Thank you for listening. This is Mouth Media Network. Audio for business.